The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, boy, are we ever today. What a show we have planned for you. Welcome to every mom out there and the dads and kids listening to. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms. We focus on your incredible value as a mother because you guys are raising up that next generation. That's a very important job. So question, has this become a thing that we find something to be offended about every single day? Uh, We're going to find out. The answer to that question from the author of the book, How May I Offend You Today? She is the creator of Woe Susanna. Susanna B. Lewis has been on GMA and in Parents Magazine, but now she's joining us right here on Channel Mom to discuss the bad habit of being offended and how to get past it and how to help our kids get past it. But she may also say a few things that could offend a few people. We'll see. (laughs) So stay tuned for Woe Susanna on Channel Mom coming up after a few words from our sponsors. Moms, do you need some help homeschooling your children this fall? Register now for a homeschool outdoor education day at Idrahaji, a great Christian camp just an hour from Denver. Whether your kids are in kindergarten or 12th grade, they'll love Idrahaji's biblically-based hands-on curriculum. Programs range from horsemanship and survival skills to climbing, archery, and more. Idrahaji is implementing COVID prevention best practices. Select dates are available now through the end of October. Register today at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E.org. I want to tell you about a company I've personally trusted with work in my home. When another company told us we had to get a new furnace, we called Premier Mechanical, and they fixed our old furnace for much less than the cost of a new one. Premier is a licensed, insured air conditioning and heating service provider for the greater Denver area. They service, repair, and replace ACs, furnaces, boilers, swamp coolers, and more. They use upfront pricing so you know what it's going to cost before they begin. Read their reviews by Googling Premier Mechanical Denver or visit their website at claimyourcomfort.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you on board today. A little shout out to all of our mom followers and friends across the country. So glad to have you guys on board. If I could pop out of the radio and come hug you, I would. I'm honored that you listen in Omaha and in Southeast Alabama and in Kansas and in Little Rock, our friends in Little Rock, also in Pocatello, Idaho now, and right here in the greater Denver area, and now also on Colorado Springs, which is pretty cool. So thanks for joining us today. I do want to remind you that you can get alerts 
and various bits of information, maybe a little something about our prayer that we do on Facebook, something that we're up to, the latest and greatest guest that might be on the show next. We're only going to send out a couple texts a month because I know everybody's overwhelmed by texts, but it's a way to be a partner with us, to know what we're doing, to know what's coming next, to know before everybody else. Also, it's a way to give, and uh, you can you can do either, but if you um, dial this number, actually text this number, I should say, 800-329-6101, 800-329-6101, uh, you can either send the word join if you want to join our and, and find out what we're up to and get some the, of the news, the latest and greatest of what we're doing, or you can text the word mom if you would like to become a partner and give a little bit of money every once in a while to help us out to help us stay on the air and to help us continue to reach out to the moms in prison and moms in homeless shelters and all kinds of ways that we help moms. All right. So I'm excited to get to our guest. I'm kind of just going to have to let her go off because she's hilarious. I've been reading her book. She's funny. She's a funny chick. Um, she's the creator of Woe Susanna online. She's a mom blogger. She's a humorist. She, uh, has written a book called can't make this stuff up. She's got three kids and three dogs. <laughs> That's a full household. And, uh, her latest book is How May I Offend You Today? Rants and Revelations from a Not-So-Proper Southern Lady. Her name, name is Susanna B. Lewis, and we want to welcome her. Welcome, Susanna, to Channel Mom. Thank you so much, Jenny. Can I, can I add something? Sure. I actually have seven dogs now. Seven oh, dogs. Do you, do you have a dog problem? Or <laughs> I do have a dog problem. We live on a on a hobby farm and yeah. have goats and whatnot, okay, and okay. so uh, I needed some outdoor dogs to watch over my goats. So we've upped the ante to seven. Oh yeah. Well, I love dogs, so yeah. I would I would be in dog heaven if I were there with you. All right. So yeah. Susanna, I like to pick uh, soundtracks to go with the theme of the day. So this is the song that I chose for today's show. I'm afraid it's too One Republic and Timbaland there for you, yeah. saying it's too yeah. late to apologize, which kind of goes with what we're talking about today, right? Yeah, it does. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, Jenny. Whatever. Okay, so <laughs> I want to just dive into our culture at the moment. And, and neither yeah. you nor I want to hurt people. That's not what this show is about. We're not saying, mm -hmm. oh, you're too touchy, you're too sensitive, you're wearing the victim card, whatever it is. But we do want to yeah. talk about the fact that there is a thing going on right now in this country. No matter what it is, your political view, um, how you view what's going on with race relations, how you view what's going on with COVID, where, where millions upon millions of people think the best thing to do these days is to get offended. Can you talk a little bit about your view of that environment? Uh, absolutely. I believe, you know, just because you're offended does not mean that you're right. And uh -huh. because you have a difference of opinion with uh, with other people um, does not mean you're right. So I think it's a conscious effort. You have to do it on purpose because um, your first reaction, of course, when you hear something that you don't agree with or something that offends you is to go on the defensive usually or to try to validate how your feelings uh, are what they are. I think the first thing we do when we have the opportunity to be offended is to just stop, um, reflect on that for a minute, try to understand the other, the other person's perspective, and to just, you know, make a conscious effort not to get all riled up about the fact that somebody has said something that you don't agree with. Yeah. 
Now, I want to tell you, we, we broadcast both on Christian stations and secular stations. So I'm always sensitive to the mom who's listening, who, who doesn't adhere to the Bible and doesn't believe in Jesus. Um, of course, yeah. I, I do. But I always want to love that mom that's not there. But I will say that even the Bible warns against offense. So I'm going to read one or two little quotes um, in Proverbs. It says, good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. And, yeah. and it, it warns us to not be offended. It also says, judge not, that you be not judged. And, and, and offense is a kind of judgment, like you're wrong, I'm right. And, and again, I'm not belittling how people have been hurt, you know, through sexism, through racism, through, through belittling in political arguments, whatever it is. I know people get hurt. But I also know, I think we're in an environment, Susanna, and I just want to have you weigh into this, especially because you wrote a whole book about it, but um, yeah. where it's, it's, okay now to be self-righteous, to refuse to be humble, to um, not be repentant, to not acknowledge any kind of sin on our own part, just to say, hey, look, I'm right, Mm -hmm. you're wrong, you've messed up for for 100 years, 300 years, 800 years, whatever it is, or just in the current day, whatever it is, you're wrong, I'm right, I have a a, um, right to be self-righteous in this moment. I am not going to be humble. I am not going to forgive you. I'm not going to be repentant. I mean, don't you think we have that sort of on both sides? I'm not pointing the finger at one one side or another. On both sides, we've got this this um, kind of hunger to be offended all the time and, and not to yes, adhere to those other things, right? Yes, absolutely. I think that's a heart problem. I think uh, that's something that the enemy Satan uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, loves to uh, stir up within us. I mean, he loves discord. He loves arguments. He loves, you know, um, people ending friendships over a political argument or people uh, not having, um, you know, any humbleness um, or not seeing their own sin. That's one thing that the devil does is blinds us to our own sin. Yeah. Another thing he does to us is lies to us and tells us he's not real. That's what he does. Uh-huh. And so, so many times we have this, which I call spiritual warfare. It's spiritual warfare, and I'm guilty of it. I am guilty of getting so angry with someone that I say things that I regret. I think we all are. I think the difference is is a conviction that comes from the Holy Spirit, that those of us who, who know the Lord and have asked him as a, our Savior to come into our hearts, we have a conviction. Um, from the Holy Spirit that says, hey, wait a minute, you're wrong. You need to make that wrong right. You need to apologize. You need to humble yourself. Your mind needs to be a little bit more open. And so um, I absolutely think it's something that stems from the enemy. And it's a sad thing every time you turn on the news or log on to social media that you see what is essentially spiritual warfare. And I believe the enemy is just eating that up all yeah. of this confusion and chaos, because that's what he is the master of. He is the master of confusion and chaos. Yeah. You write a whole chapter nearer the end of the book um, called Lose Your Pride. Um, and it's a funny book. I'm getting a little serious on you, but it is a funny book. So congrats on that. Mm-hmm. But you're Thank talking you. about your son not wanting to apologize and kind of, even as a little guy, he's kind of being how we all feel inside, even as adults. Um, and, and you kind of address this and say, look, he is a metaphor or his behavior is a metaphor and a symbol for how we all feel and how we do get prideful and how we refuse to be humble and refuse to forgive. Can you talk a little bit about that story? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And that, I think that's another thing that the that the enemy um, uses is our pride. Our pride can be so damaging, not yeah. only to ourselves, but to others as well. 
Um, in the book, I talk about an evening where my son and I kind of had a, a little argument about something. He didn't want to go to bed, and, you know, it just kind of escalated, and he just didn't want to go to bed. That was it, and um, he was stubborn, and he got in trouble for that, and he refused to apologize of the way he had acted toward me, and he went upstairs, and he kind of cried a little bit and fell asleep, and he, he the words were just too hard for him to say in that moment of, Mama, I'm sorry, but I talked back or I disobeyed. It was just too hard for him in that moment to say. And so after he'd had a good night's sleep and he woke up and he apologized. And But I, it made me think about my own relationship with Christ when I am convicted of something, as I talked about earlier, how sometimes it takes a minute for that conviction to set in. And I will not you know, immediately realize, hey, Lord, I've, I've done wrong. I've sinned here. Um, this I've said or done something that has not pleased you, and yet the pride gets in the way, yeah. and it takes us sometimes a little bit to repent and to to come humbly before the Lord and say, God, I'm forgive forgive me of that. I was in the wrong. And more than ever, we are living in a time where I believe in our popular culture, it is expressing to us, you have a license to be offended. You 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 yeah. go off on social media and you tell everybody how horrible they've been and how wrong they are and how you know bigoted or whatever it is that, that other people are, and, and there's nothing wrong with you. So you go off. You just go off. And I think, man, this is not where God wants us. We all have problems. We all have issues. We all have prejudices. We all have done things wrong, you know? And, and it just makes yeah. me sad that we're in that environment. So here's the thing. You're not afraid to offend people either <laughs> in this overly no. offended environment. And you say at one point earlier in the book um, that you think all judgment isn't bad. It's incredibly sad. You say that this has become a foreign concept. I have the right to be disgusted at your inappropriate clothing and lack of morals. I have the right to shield my children from your perversion. I have the right to withhold my respect for you on the basis of your disrespectful acts. So, so you kind of want to take this on and say, yeah, I get it. Everybody's offended, but I'm not afraid of that. I'm going to say what I think is right, but, but you're not doing it hopefully from a prideful place. You're doing it more of I'm sticking up as a mama for my kids in the environment that I want to develop around them. Am I correct about that? Uh, well, absolutely. And, 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 and going back to social media, I think the word judgment has been overused, especially in the age of social media. Okay. Um, you know, people say things in comment sections that they would never say to your face. Uh, I actually had a girl who was local who disagreed with a lot of things that I said, and, and, you know, she would berate me in comment sections, but I did see her in Lowe's one day, and I smiled at her, and I said, hello, she didn't say a word to me. So people get really brave in comment sections, and that's where they love to throw around the judgmental word. You know, if you poke fun at something, and I don't mean degrading or berating or, or bullying others, that, that of course is not right and not pleasing to God. But if you poke fun about some little something, you know, or you don't agree with this person's beliefs, or you don't agree with this uh, politics or this and that, that word judgmental is so quick to fly through their fingertips and into a comment section. And so in the book, I talk about, hey, just like, you know, that, that that's absolutely true. All judgment is not bad. The book of Proverbs talks about having good judgment and who we associate with. And, uh, you know, and I don't mean judging a person's soul. I don't yeah. mean judging a person. But I think it's absolutely within our, within our rights to judge a person's actions. And especially when it comes to our children, I have the right to judge what they see, who they're exposed to. You know, if there is a friend that's in their life that is a bad influence and I see that and I have that uh, discretion that comes from the Holy Spirit of, hey, she or he does not need to be hanging out with this person. I don't think it's judgmental of me to tell my child, hey, 
you need to cut this relationship and find someone else to spend more time with. Okay, so you have all kinds of incredible things to share from this book, and I'm gonna and some of it I got from your agent, and so I'm just gonna go right down the line. But I do want to remind people that we are speaking with Susanna B. Lewis, the creator of Whoa Susanna Online. She's got videos that have gone viral because she's very funny, and uh, the name of the book is How May I Offend You Today: Rants and Revelations from a Not So Proper Southern Lady. Although you sound very proper when you talk, I do want to tell people she is kind enough to give away a couple of copies today. We uh, are not accepting calls right now. The only way you can get it is online. So email us if you'd like a copy, channelmom at gmail, channelmom at gmail.com, and to see if you can win a copy. We've got a few to give away from Precious Susanna. All right, girl, we're going to go fast. And I know you know how to do sound bites because I've watched your videos. I know how you know how to get stuff out quick. So let's talk about some of the things that you share in the book and, and tips that you have for moms. Number one, things that nobody needs to post on social media. Things that nobody needs to post on social media, their bathroom habits. <laughs> so true. And people do. Or they show us their wounds. That one really freaks me out. Where people take a picture of like their gashing, pussy yes. cut. It's horrible. I don't know why people want yes. to share that stuff. Anything else before we move on to the next thing? Uh, uh, bathroom habits, everything that goes on in their personal lives. I think that social media can absolutely be detrimental to a person's marriage. We, we we don't need to know every quarrel and or that you have with your husband, your yeah. spouse. Um, that's something better suited for that, people. Need to keep things private. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Okay. Yeah. Next, your standard of how to treat others and why hate. This is kind of obvious, but why hate is not okay. Hate is not okay. Uh, you know, the the Lord tells us we should treat others as as we want to be treated. Lord, uh, you know that we should treat others with kindness, like the old bracelets in the nineties. What would Jesus do? That's how we have to uh, look at when we how we treat people. Is it with the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Or is it with hate, which is the opposite of all of those things? Okay, so how do you marry these things, though? Because you're somebody in this book that is not afraid to offend people by saying, look, I can judge if you're doing something that is going to be hurtful to my children. I, or I can judge if you're doing something that I don't want to yeah. be around. You're judging the action, not the person. But So how do you do that thing where God says, judge not that you be not judged, speak the truth in love? H- how do you go at this as Jesus would in, in a way where you're saying, I'm going to stick up for what I believe in? Because you even, you know suggest that we stand firm in our convictions in this wishy-washy world. So, so you, you say, don't shy away from offending, but also speak the truth in love. I mean, so how do you marry all that? I tell you, it is a, it, it's a battle. It is something you have to think consciously about because you obviously don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. You obviously, and when, and when the Lord talks about who are bad judgment corrupts good morals, yeah. um, people that we know that we should hang out with, you don't want to hurt that person's feelings. You certainly don't want to portray yourself as a Christian who doesn't love others and completely block them out of your life. Yeah. But I think they're boundaries. There are healthy boundaries that are okay that says, hey, you're not allowed to cross this boundary. Absolutely keep loving them, keep speaking to them, keep encouraging them, but you can refrain from inviting them into your lives, people into your lives that could harm you or your walk with Christ in some way. Well, you know, I've experienced this more, and you have a whole chapter about your mom not buying you an ATV. I mean, you went through something very difficult. Your dad died when you were only 11 years old, and your mom became a single mom. So she had to make tough decisions yeah. when she didn't have a lot of money. So you always wanted an yeah. ATV, which I think is kind of hilarious that as, as a girl, you wanted an ATV. And she stood strong and said, no, now she got you other things. But I think a lot of parents, myself included, now that my kids 
kids are older even, I think. Um, I, you know, I did it when they were little too. But um, my children are older and I'm always afraid to say the thing that they need to do or the thing that they've done that's upset me or the, you know, the chore that I would like them to get to that they've been delaying on for a week. I'm afraid to offend my kids. And so I pull back on the parenting thing. And you say, ah, 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 right. don't be, do not be a parent who's afraid to offend your children so that you stop parenting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're not called to be our children's friends. My, my children have plenty of friends, and God has called us to a, to a higher standard of, hey, we are supposed to set these children on the right path, and if we know what is not good for them, we have to put our foot down. I'm, I'm like you, too, Jenny. I, I don't want to offend my children. I don't want the argument that sometimes ensues with that. I don't want to ruffle their feathers. They mean the world to me. I love my children immensely. But at the end of the day, we have to be our children's parents. They have enough friends, and we have to be their voice of truth. They have so many voices coming at them in the hallways it's in school and in, on social media and all of these influences, and we have to make sure that we are parenting them with truth. Yeah. The, the, one of the funniest part of the, books, the book is that you talk about things that work your nerves. Is there a favorite, yeah. is there a favorite that you want to share? Because the, you've got all these the, little southernisms, the, but go ahead. The couple making out in the plumbing aisle at Lowe's. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. Listen, and listen, people actually called me judgmental about that when I addressed that on social media. Of course, I'm not judging those people on, on their character or who they are. But I just think you could find a better place as newlyweds to stick your tongues down each other's throat right. than in the plumbing aisle at Lowe's. <laughs> right, I right, mean, right. Time to go yeah. home. Time to go home. Um, okay. I, I also want to, to let you, because you got that fabulous Southern accent, you've got some so, Southern manners that you want to express to people. Hey, try to live by these, and, and maybe people will be less likely to be offended. But you've also got some manners that you think could be tossed out. Can you explain that? Oh, yes. Please say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Uh, say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Show respect where respect is due. And absolutely, there's, there's nothing wrong with sending out a thank you note. If someone has done something kind for you, bought you a wedding gift, a baby gift, whatever, I know it's time-consuming, but think about the joy of when you've received a thank you note, how just that gave you the warm and fuzzies. I think it's a Southern thing that if somebody does something nice for you, please send them a thank you note. Okay, but what's your rule on that? Can it be snail? Does it have to be snail mail, or does, or can it be it like does, a Facebook message? It does not have to be snail mail. It can be a text. A simple text of saying thank you at email. I mean, listen, we have so many ways that we can get in touch with each other nowadays. Text, social media, email, whatever. Just if somebody does something nice for you, just tell them thank you. Okay. I want to make sure that you get out everything that you want to get out. So we've got just under four minutes left. What is it that you want moms to get from this book where you're saying, hey, look, we're all offended. The things I'm going to say are probably going to offend you. You have a hilarious story. You talk about some guy's belly hitting you in the face repeatedly (laughs) on a plane. And people got offended that you talked about that. But what do you want moms to pull from this about how we stand up for what we believe in? But how do we navigate the world that gets offended? How do we teach our kids not to be easily? offendable like what's the thing what's the takeaway you want moms to get well I think offense is just such a waste of time all those negative emotions that come with it it is just such a waste of time and it distracts us from our uh, what God calls of our lives of loving others and doing unto others Um, so that's one thing is that we can just get so worked up by all these negative emotions that it takes away from the important things in life and listen this book is is meant to encourage readers to have a backbone, um, yeah. to stand for truth. Listen, there are so many things, especially in the Word of God, that are not that is not popular today. It is not popular. 
But God's word does not change. It is infallible. It is the word of God. And we are called as Christians to stand on the principles found in the word of God, despite who it may offend. Um, you know, Paul, St. Paul, he was persecuted, persecuted. He was beaten. He was jailed for, for teaching um, about Christ, for telling the lost about Christ. And he went through all these hardships and these trials, but he kept speaking. He kept standing. He kept um, doing what God was calling of him. And I think it's such inspiration in uh, Paul's journey and in Paul's life of just standing up for Christ, especially today in this world where, um, you know, the Bible seems so outdated. But we are called um, as followers of Christ to stand up for him and to stand firm and not even, you know, biblical truth. You know, how we, we may offend about movies or music or other things, secular things. If we have strong convictions and beliefs about those things, we have to stand up for those things. You know, uh, freedom of speech applies to everybody, not just one side or the other. That's we right. have the right to say and believe um, and, and speak our truth to other people. And so I just hope that this book just encourages uh, women, mothers, um, wives um, to um, just shout it from the rooftops. Shout what you believe and what you know in your heart is truth from but, the roots but, to the top yeah. and to have a backbone. And with that barometer yeah. of love. And and so I thank you for that. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So you're giving away. in love. Well, that's right. You're love. giving away the book. Just email us at channelmom at gmail.com if you want to be one of the winners. Uh, Susanna, how can they find you really quick? Uh, com and on social media at Susanna. Woesusanna.com and uh, all over social media at Woesusanna. Thank you so much. God bless you and your seven dogs and your three kids and your husband. Thanks so much for being on Channel Mom. Yeah. All right. Take care. All righty. Thanks for uh, joining us today. I hope that uh, that was a help to you. I don't want to be luxury about the offense thing, but I feel like if all of us would just kind of agree to disagree and drop the offense thing, our, our country would be doing so much better right now. There wouldn't be violence. There wouldn't be anger and division and all of it. All right. This is the time of the show. I thank you for being a mom and all the hard work you do and all the things, hard things you have to say. Thanks for all you put into raising your babies. Well, God bless you for it. God does see it. All right. Remember to follow us all over social media at Channel Mom. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.